All right, so New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton has quit on the New Orleans Saints. Yes, I said it. He quit on them. He quit on them. Okay? If he was a player, people would say he quit. Right? People would say he quit. You know, I, I don't get this change of tune. You know, people are talking about, well, you know, had he quit in the middle of the season? No, he quit on the team. You know, because what was that? They said Deshaun Watson quit on the team. But that was in the offseason where he said he no longer wants to go. He's going to play for the Texans. Oh, and people calls him a quitter. He's a quitter. Like, why is it okay for people to give coaches a pass? Like, I don't even understand that. Like, you people who say, all you people who, who give these head coaches a pass for quitting and not the player, y'all the same people who disrespected substitute teachers and your regular teachers in school, probably. You know? Like, that, that, that makes no sense. And I think Sean Payton is a good guy. It's based on what I know as far as in the realm of football, in the football world. And honestly, honestly I don't think he's a quitter. And I don't think Deshaun Watson is a quitter. But how in the world are we going to say that Deshaun Watson is a quitter, but Sean Payton is not? He didn't leave this team. You know, he left this. He caused the team to go into rebuild mode. You, you know, you know, he, let me tell you when he really quit, though. People talking about he waited to the offseason to quit. No. Dude quit when he signed Taysom Hill out to, to all that money. You know, paying him like he's a quarterback. He's not a quarterback, you know. Like, you know, LaDainian Thomason could throw just as good as um, Taysom Hill. You know that, right? And he probably can throw better than Taysom Hill. But they didn't pay LaDainian Thomason extra money for because he can throw and play a little bit of quarterback. You know that, right? Odell Beckham can throw better than Taysom Hill. Y'all see that 40-yard pass he threw last week? Okay, so, well, not against the Buccaneers, against um the first game they played, against the Cardinals in the playoffs. So that's what I'm saying. Like, come on, man. Like, really? But, yeah, it's a doggone shame that people are actually referring to Sean, saying it's okay that Sean Payton quit. But it's not okay that Deshaun Watson quit, man. What what kind of planet are we living on where we accepting that kind of nonsense? It's nonsense, you know? I mean, that team there is in salary cap hell. Like, he left them the way he <laughs> the way the Saints team was when he when he got there. Paper bags over the head and stuff, you know? The you know, it's like, dang, you know that? And I could see if it accidentally became that way. Oh, a part of it was you pay Taysom Hill all that money. You'd have to pay him all that money. But as a Seahawks fan, that's awesome because we can scratch the New Orleans Saints out of <laughs> off of um we could scratch we can definitely scratch the New Orleans Saints off the um list of teams that um Russell Wilson would be traded to or whatever. So yeah, but that's that's just wild, man. Give Sean Payton a pass. Got it. Give dude a pass. Okay, that's what we doing, people. Y'all don't even know Sean Payton. You don't even know him. And it's like if you if you if you're gonna call Deshaun Watson a quitter, hey, keep that same energy on Sean Payton. Call him a quitter too. Keep that same energy. All right, he's the head coach. He quit on the whole team, literally. All right. Deshaun Watson didn't negotiate contracts for other players on there. Like Sean Payton did. Nonsense. Madness, I tell you. Madness, straight madness. 
So you're telling me there's a possibility that James Harden could come back to Houston. You know what? I would welcome it. I would welcome it. You know, I would welcome it. You know, I got no problem with that. As long as we're not giving up Jalen Green, Alperian Sengun, Jayshon Tate, Josh Christopher. Um, Let me see. Who else? Oh, Kenyon Martin Jr., uh, I, I think Christian Wood can be replaceable. I don't mind him keeping Christian Wood, but I think he can be replaceable. Um, I, I think Kev, I think Kevin Porter Jr. is repl- is replaceable. I think he is. Or, you know, but if, if he wants to stay, he can stay. But I think you you add James Harden to this young team. Hey, I think they can cause some serious damage. I think this can be a situation just like I think he well, it's not the exact situation, but this is the closest thing that we're going to get to it. It can be just like when um, LeBron James left the Cleveland Cavaliers, went to join the Miami Heat to learn all the proper leadership and stuff like that, right? And guess what? Look what's going on now. You know, he went to the Cleveland, he went back, he went to Miami, learned how to win, then he went back to the Cleveland Cavaliers, learned, took, he applied the things that he learned, the lessons he learned over there on how to win and become a champion. And now... Guess what? Got got the Cleveland Cavaliers a championship. Got the three straight finals. Unfortunately for them, they lost to the Golden State Warriors multiple times. But guess what? You know what? Hey, he got that. He lift the curse. So guess what? James Harden come back here. Whether if he wins a championship or not in Brooklyn, you know, hey, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. I won't see a lot of these people. Listen, I get it. You you butt hurt. You upset because he left. But think about it. The, the the team wasn't good anymore. Like, really? John Wall, Boogie Cousins? I love Boogie, but it wasn't a healthy Boogie Cousins. And the thing about it is, if winning is what matters, then who cares? James Harden didn't do anything illegal or immoral. How many of y'all left jobs? All of y'all left jobs before. And y'all probably didn't even give a two weeks notice. You know, y'all act like he just came out disrespectfully just and said, we're not good enough. Well, here's the thing. The dude was being very PC about it and stuff like that. But guess what? The reporters and everybody kept asking the question. Say what's on your mind. Say what's on your mind. And then when somebody says what's on their mind, y'all still judging. Y'all got a problem with that. Well, if you can't handle the answers that somebody's giving you, don't ask the questions. That that makes no sense, you know. But you could tell the guy was frustrated. So, you know. But, um... And that team wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough. Come on, y'all. Didn't have you? Did you not learn from what happened with Andre Johnson as a Houston Texan? Okay, he, there was plenty of years. There's at least five years that was wasted on because the Texans wasn't trying to compete. You know, and people like if I was Andre Johnson, I ask for a trade. I'll get up out of here. But with James Harden, do it. You got a problem. You got to keep that same energy, man. Keep that same energy. Because if you don't, you just complaining just to complain. Come on, y'all. Come on, man. Come on. But I'll welcome him back. I will welcome him back. But, you know, just mainly don't give up Jalen Green, Aperion Singung, um, Josh Christopher, and Tate. Keep them. Those are nice core pieces that's going to be beast. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. People keep saying, well, Kevin Porter Jr. is going to be good. That's great. 
That means we can do a more of an even trade or whatever. All right, he can come sign as a free agent. We still have Kevin Porter Jr. Hey, man, they can run the floor. They can play together. I would have Kevin Porter Jr. come in off the bench, though. Let him come off the bench, play that Vinny the Microwave Johnson role, and just light it up, man. Light it up. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You know? So, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Come back to Houston, James Harden. I'm cool with it. Even though, really, when you think about it, his complaints is about the city. He didn't He didn't really say, specify the team. The things that he are frustrate, frustrated with are the same things that other people are frustrated about the Nets. But they're only a half a game out of first place. They're the third seed. He frustrate, of, of, he, you mean to tell me he should not be frustrated that Kevin Durant is, is, I guess Kevin Durant is hurt right now? You mean to tell me he should not be frustrated that Kyrie Irving is only able to play road games? He should be frustrated. That's weird. Everybody else can get frustrated about a situation that he's in, but he can't get frustrated about it. You know, but like I say, I'll welcome him back to Houston, but I don't think he's I don't think he wants to come back to Houston. You know, people are in their feelings like he said he's coming back to Houston. He didn't say he was coming back to y'all. He said he liked the city. Hell, he got a restaurant down in Houston. You know how many people who come from the East Coast to come live in Houston, live in Texas? Come on, people. Come on now. Let's be real. Let's be real with that. You know, if the Houston Texans really want to go all in on this whole Patriot way thing, guess what? They should be the first ones to call up Tom Brady to see what what his retirement plans are going to be. Seriously. Because here's the thing. Tom Brady, what Tom Brady did with the Buccaneers, how he instilled, how he installed the Patriot way over there is way, 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 infinite times, infinity times greater than what the hell Jack Easterby and Nick Casario is doing as far as installing their Patriot way. And I said this before, and I'm going to say it again. You cannot install the Patriot way unless you have Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, or you, you just have Bill Belichick, or you just have Tom Brady. That's how you do it. If you don't have any of those two, you can't install the Patriot way as far as, well, you can install it, but it's not going to be effective. It's not going to bring you championships unless you're Bill Belichick or Tom Brady. And last time I checked, we don't have either of them with the Houston Texans organization. So they should bring it. They should let oh, they should let Tom Brady come in and just do whatever it is you want to do. If you want to be head coach, quarterbacks, coach, GM, president, it doesn't matter. Oh, you say, but what kind of experience he got? Well, what the hell kind of experience Jack used to be got? None. But he got the job. Well, Nick Casario did did a lot of had on a lot of hats in in New England. Jack of all trades, master of what? Master of what? Come on, what else you got? What else you got? Well, he can't be a coach. He don't got coaching experience. Well, why did they hire David Cully? You mean to tell me Tom Brady? You think David Cully knows more football than Tom Brady? I think not. But. Maybe he does. He is older than Brady. But what about Josh McCown, who got his second interview for some weird freaking reason in one year? What? What? He, you mean to tell me he knows more than Brady? They should hire Brady without even doing a freaking interview. That's the way I look at it. I think that will work. Just bring in Tom Brady. Let him share his knowledge. The Patriot way. The TB12 method, man. It'll be awesome. I think Giselle and the kids will love Houston. I really think so. They can hang out with Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah. 
you know, it's cool. It's cool. Man, I think that would be awesome. I'm definitely down for that. I am so down for that. That is redonkulous, man. I am so down with that, man. That would be real cool. That would be real cool. What the hell is up with the Baseball Hall of Fame? Like, golly, man. Y'all y'all are on some other stuff. You know what? It's, it's cooler to not be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. How in the hell you don't have Roger Clemens or Barry Bonds there? I don't watch baseball as much as I used to. I keep up with my Houston Astros. But growing up as a kid, man, like I say, um, I grew up as a kid, you know, in the 80s and in the 90s and stuff like that. And... You know, Roger Clemens, the Rocket, and Barry Bonds. Those when I back when I used to watch baseball a lot and collect baseball cards. Those two, when you have one of those guys' cards, oh man, like you're willing to trade a whole bunch of other cards for that card. You know why? Because of value. And why why did they have such high value? Because of the impact that they have on the game. You know what I'm saying? The, man, it, come on, people. You mean to tell me you want to? You know, everybody. In the words of Will Ferrell, when it went, when he went streaking, everyone's doing it. Everybody was taking steroids and PEDs. But what's the difference with Clemens and Bonds? Oh, they, hey, they were able to be like superhumans compared to everybody else. You know, it's just like, hey, everybody takes the super soldier serum. They're just like, when Captain America and Winter Soldier, when they have a fight, hey, man, that's an even fight right there, man. Both got super soldier serum. Whoever wins, wins, right? Now, if it's Winter Soldier fighting the Falcon, the Falcon, he can fight, but he didn't take a super soldier serum. That's not a fair fight, okay? Now, I can see if all the other players who took PEDs and steroids, they're not allowed to be in the Hall of Fame, but y'all letting them in, but you're excluding Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds. And the people who are voting them out are out of out of shape writers who can't who can't play baseball. That's what I don't get. You know, athletes don't get to pick who win the Nobel Peace Prize or who win the the what's the what's the Super Bowl of awards or what's the Oscars or Grammy of awards for writers. Whatever the heck it is, they don't get to pick that. I don't see why not because a lot of athletes they went to college. You take writing courses there. You got to write papers and stuff. Everybody has written before for the most part. But guess what? Everybody can't throw a 99 mile per hour fastball. Everybody can't hit a home run over the fence like Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds was a doggone MVP, Golden Glove winner, multiple times before he took, before he allegedly took steroids. And guess what? They have no proof on him. There's no proof. They, they come up with all this. We got all this evidence here and stuff. He just needs to admit it. You got nothing. You have nothing. You have nothing. But you know, hey, Donald Trump can be president without, despite all these allegations that are worse, that are going up against him, whether if it's true or false, he can be president. That's a Hall of Fame right there. Become a president? That's bigger than that. But Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens are not in the Hall of Fame. Man, whatever, baseball. Miss me with that. Miss me with all of that. All of that. That's one of those things, you know, I just don't get it. But sometimes in life, some things is you're not just meant to get. 
and it's not worth the time and the effort to get. And sometimes you may have to dumb down your intelligence to get. And then that's when you go down this deep rabbit hole that you might not be able to recover from. So whatever, baseball. That's sad. Ugh. David Ortiz, he got into Hall of Fame. And I like David Ortiz, but he, you know, some of the, like, some of the other players, like, man, y'all got no love for Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, right? Okay. But you get in where you fit in, right? Too short, said it best. You know, this world would be a better place if we show more patience with our family members and friends than we do with our sports teams. Think about that. Think about it. Seriously. You know, like, we... we we need to stop having more patience with our sports teams than we do with our spouse, with our children, or with our parents, with our friends, co-workers, neighbors, or whatever. Now, some folks, they don't deserve our patience, okay? And I'm not saying waste your patience on those who do not deserve it, okay? Um, also, we need to have our I think we should have more patience with God. You would think God has a lot of patience with us, we, but for the most part, we don't have patience with him. He take it too long. When is it going to happen? When's going to be my time, Lord? Okay, come on now. But now, for real, man, like, you take me. Okay, I'm a Houston Texans fan and a Seattle Seahawks fan as far as football. Houston Texans have not won a Super Bowl. They've been in existence for 20 years. Don't think that doesn't even seem like we're going to win one in the next 20 years. And it's like, I can still root for them, but I'm going to still talk about them. I don't root for them blindly. But you got a lot of folks who root for them blindly. Like, are you serious? Like, you mean to tell me if your children come home with Fs all the time, you're going to just say, I'm sticking with them. They should keep doing what they're doing. Because when people make suggestions and logical suggestions, like, for example, like when they say, well, the Texans should not hire Josh McCown as a coach and Josh McCown getting a second interview. That's a waste of time from someone who could be getting who's legit could be getting an interview, a first time interview. You know, but they say, oh, you should trust the Texans. Don't trust what those players are saying. Like, y'all know more about the Texans than the players who actually play for the team. Wow. So we should pat the Texans on the back for trading DeAndre Hopkins for a second round pick in David Johnson. Right. We should be happy with that. Right. We should be happy that their goal is not to win a Super Bowl, but their goal is to get a big, massive draft haul for trading a franchise quarterback to Sean Watson. Oh, we got all those illegal allegations. Well, if he has all those illegal allegations, why is he still on the team? Isn't there a clause in the contract or something for that? Why don't they just release him then? Why keep him on the team, right? Well, they hadn't been able to trade him because... No, they hadn't been able to trade the dude because he has a no-trade clause that he's only willing to waive for the Miami Dolphins. And the Texans are too stubborn to send him to the Dolphins unless they get a big, massive draft haul. They act like this massive draft haul is a Super Bowl. You're not going to get a massive draft haul. But yet y'all y'all give the Houston Texans all those patience, and they just suck up your patience and your money. It's one thing if they suck up... They suck up your patience, your money, and your time. All three. Holy Trinity. Bars, boom. But um, you know, what do I know, right? You know, but but you know, you take people I, I know a lot of people who are Dallas Cowboy fans, right? And what's crazy, a lot of the ones who bump who talk the most noise, they, they don't even remember the feeling they had when the last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. They don't. 
They don't. But they root for the team blindly because for marketability. America's team. And I'm not going to lie. Jerry Jones, they, he marketing genius, guru. Hands down. Goat in that. He's a goat in the ownership too, you know. But it's like, come on, man. Like, you you, you, you root for this team blindly. You give them all your patience and stuff. But yet, other people, you know, that you're close to, you don't give them patience. It's wild, man. This is a wild, wild world. You know, it's a wild, wild world with that. We, we got to be better at patience. I'm not saying you got to be some shallow monk or something, but we, we that's something that I think this whole world can improve on. You got to have patience, man. Patience. Yeah, so so today is the second anniversary of the death of um, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, that's... Well, well, by the time I release this podcast, it's going to be the following day. But, yeah, man, that... Man, that was a sad situation, man. Him and his daughter, and there was another family in there in the crash, man. That's terrible, man. Like... Man, I, I don't like it when people die. I don't. I mean, I don't think anybody does, but that's tragic. You know, a wife lost a husband. You, you know, um, well, two 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 wives lost a husband because um, the other guy in there, him and his daughter's daughter was in there also. Um, kids lost their fathers. That's, man. That's sad, man. That's sad, man. You know, Kobe Bryant, man, the Mamba mentality, though. I'm going to talk about that, man. The Mamba mentality, man, that's something that I think that you can apply that to anything in life. You can apply that to work. You can apply that to your life, you know. Try, and all it means is do your best at whatever it is you, you're doing, you know. And build your will. Make your will strong. I'm not talking about your will like when you pass, even though it's good to have those too. But your will, you know, your will. Like you can have all the skills and talent in the world, but without that will, oh man, like it, that, that will stop you from being the best that you can possibly be. You know, um, and I understand in a day-to-day life, you know, things, things are tough, man. You know, I think everybody in this world has it tough. You know, every we all have different problems. We have different strengths that we have and we carry different weaknesses and stuff. You know, it's tough for everybody. But you know what? That's even more reason why as human beings, we should strive to work together. We should show we should show the mama mentality to work together, be competitive enough to work together. You know, um, at church, I was listening to church the other day. Uh, Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church, Pastor D.C. Cofield. And on this sermon, he, re- he referenced to how Michael Jordan was very, very competitive, right? And Kobe Bryant, very, very competitive. And he said, you know, we can be competitive in sports or in work and stuff like that or playing games or video games or whatever. But when it comes to, like, our marriages or with our children or relationships or with tr- or honoring God, we all of a sudden we not competitors, you know? We should be competing. We should be competing. And it was crazy is that I give off all, a lot of these. Like I come up with a basketball analogy to apply that can apply to life like all the time. I've been able to do that since a little boy, man. It's a little kid. And it's like the way he said that, I'm like, wow, that's deep. That's true. That's true. Like at, seriously, as a husband, I have a lot of faults. 
have a lot of faults I struggle with and I'm trying to do my best. A lot of times I fall short. I fall short heavily. Fall short a lot, man. Um, as a father, I fall short a lot. I try my best, but I fall short a lot. Um, you know, whether if it's, you know, I lose patience or say the wrong thing, say things that you wish you could take back. You ever say that? You ever do that, anybody? Am I the only one? Yeah, you know, it's like, dang, you know. And, and what I've learned is that, man, sometimes, hey, you got to know when to tap out. You got to, you know what, got to apply the mama mentality to use patience. Apply the mama mentality to, you know, you know, use your competitive will to fight against you blurting something out that you should not say. Have more discipline. That's part of mamba mentality, right? Um, <laughs> you know, um, you know, be a better listener. You know, strive to be the best listener. Kobe Bryant, he had a commercial where he had Kanye West, Jerry Rice, um, Tony Robbins, a list of celebrities who are who've done a lot of great things in this life or whatever and stuff and. You know, he was like, "Hey, if you in if you in sales, be be dominant, dominate sales. You know, if you work in claims, dominate claims. You know, if 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 um if you mop the floors, dominate mopping floors. Be dominant, just dominate. You know, so if if you're trying to be the best listener, dominate listening by listening. <laughs> okay." I don't mean dominate listening by you over talking to a person. Dominate listening. If you're trying to be become a better a pe person, person as far as having better patience, be dominant with having patience. Have the most dominant patience ever. You know. So gotta imply, apply that mentality, man. I think that will make this world a better place for real. And then the thing about it is, if we all have strengths and weaknesses, and my strengths are different than are your weaknesses, and vice versa. Well, that means we should be working together because that's the definition of complementing one another, right? So, you know, simple like basketball. Hey, you know, if it, you know what I'm saying? If if you're good, if you good, great at setting screens, I'm going to utilize your screen so I can get by my opponent so I can get to the basket or as I get to the basket, if I don't lay it up or shoot the jump shot, I can catch you wide open with a pass and you score. Work together. Work together, people. Work together. Yeah, but yeah, that that's man, that's sad. That's sad about Kobe Bryant, man. Gonna miss Kobe Bryant. Alright, but that's all I got for today. Once again, thank y'all for tuning in and listening to me go on and on and on and on. Student of the Game Podcast. Peace out. <laughs>